So today we're going to talk about the concept of receiving and something that was really interesting that I was thinking about last week was the concept of a Kabbalah. So whenever somebody is struggling um, in the Jewish world, they will say to you, take on a Kabbalah, like take something on and in hopes that we can actually get, um, you know, get past or, you know, get past whatever it is that we're struggling with which I find to be a very interesting concept. But when I was thinking about it, I was thinking that it really makes sense because when when we're at the point where we feel like we've done everything we can to, to kind of get the results that we want and we're not getting them, usually the only thing that's standing in, in its way is ourselves. And what I mean by that is we're so busy strategizing, producing, focusing on the end result that we don't even realize that to be able to like get whatever it is that we're trying to receive, we need to be a host. There has to be some kind of host within ourselves. And that can only happen if we're in the space to receive. But usually it's like we go, 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 go. Just like with when we get to Friday and going into Shabbos, like we've been going so much the whole week that by the time Shabbos comes, like sometimes that adrenaline is still so charged that it takes us almost to the end of Shabbos to finally be completely relaxed and back in our body. So I found it interesting that the concept of somebody saying take on a Kabbalah um, is usually the avenue um, to getting whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever results that you are looking for. So let's let's break down receiving for a moment. So when we feel like we don't have enough of something in our life. A lot of times we are in our head. There's a lot that's going on in the mind. And the thing that's usually missing is the connection with the body. So in our head, it's all working. Um, from an analytical perspective, a lot of it is working. But from the connection perspective, it's not working. And when we're trying to build our emotional or spiritual immune system, a lot of times it works the same way, I always say, as food does. Uh, you know, it's eating healthy, nutritious meals and creating a quality lifestyle. So in, in the emotional or spiritual world, it's really important to pay attention to the company you keep, the thoughts that are in your mind, what you engage with but most of all with a spiritual practice the spiritual practice in itself is the practice of receiving right so it's it's i've talked about being the observer first where the goal of 
the spiritual practices is not that obviously we're adding through through physical action um to our life but the ultimate the ultimate goal is to be able to like receive these wonderful gifts that hashem has for us um and be in the position to receive but receiving it and breaking it down the body needs to be the host the misconception a lot of times is that when people think about spirituality they think about a soul and they forget to recognize that the soul is in a body there's a body that's a host in this world it's the vehicle that it that channels the soul and the spirituality and what has to happen for us to be in the space to receive it completely there has to be a sense of wholeness and we really have to be in that space that we are receiving so when we think about our day-to-day -day life we have to really ask ourselves: is there space to receive where am i giving where am i taking where am i receiving and if most of the day is spent producing giving out right reaching out um it's really hard to then find the time or the energy or the value in sitting back opening up and being receptive there's also like the concept where the ego gets involved where the ego always wants control not only of us and this world but of our soul as well right and the concept that when we're producing or we have certain titles or statuses that there is control connected to that right a sense of control that we have that almost gives the mind a place to rest but really for the for us to be in the space of being of being able to connect with the goodness in the world we need to open up and be receptive so some people there's this misconception that if i make a lot of money i'll be happy and then you find people that are rich that are not happy and the reason is is because they've got so used to they can buy things but they're so used to producing that happiness is something if we want happiness in our life and we want that nurturing it's important to create that space to connect so to connect and and really be a recipient so if we dive a little deeper so when you go back to the back to the concept of like it's literally something you take on so like when somebody says take on a kabbalah it's like taking on something you usually take it on for like 40 days to get some kind of impact so when we're when we're experiencing that kind of thing um, it takes some time to really reframe it but the other thing is is that it really when you when you constantly are committed to it it also realigns your priorities it makes you it reminds you of what's important to you which is really important as well so in the Svardi world as we get to Elul Svardim do almost 40 days of slichos 
they do that first month, right? From Rosh Chodesh Elul, they start. And what happens is it really, it really helps put the entire month into perspective. It gives, it gives us range and perspective for the month and really for the year. It really sets up our year to see what are our values because if we're showing up day to day and, and focusing on the things that matter to us and the things we want to achieve, like with the Kabbalah, every single time with showing up in that space, you will get that distinct reminder that you of, of where you're going and what's important to you. So it's really important to, number one, make sure that your vision is clear. So a lot of people, we live in the sense of survival. We live in this space where there are things we're doing to survive, to make money, to pay the bills, to even to make ourselves happy or sur survive on a day-to-day to, -day, to get to, from today till tomorrow. And that's one aspect of our life. And then there's the second aspect of our life of having our dreams, the things that we aspire to do, the things that the person that we want to become. And sometimes there's less time for that person. So many of us spend, I'd say even 80% or 90% in the survival mode and only 10% of time and effort goes into really acquiring the dream, whatever that dream is. And it doesn't have to be anything really large. It could be a simple concept of, I just wanna find happiness, or I wanna, whatever, whatever those bits are, I want to go to school, I want to, um, I wanna organize my home, I wanna eat healthier, but knowing that the first thing is is to be able to commit a certain to commit to the clarity of knowing what that is and it could change with time but giving that 40 day period where you're showing up every day and being open rather than saying like with a diet for example a lot of times people with dieting they're like they, they go and buy a lot of stuff. They end up going into like the production of the diet itself rather than go into the emotional space or the emotional or spiritual, I'll say, positioning of where they want to be. So it's really coming to the point where you can vividly see yourself in the space that you, in your dream space. So by taking that time to receive that, and you can do that through like meditating or creating like a vision board, but really taking the time to either vividly or in your sensations, take that on. So just notice, if, if you know what your dream is, just notice how that feels. And if you're not sure, just notice that you don't have that clarity and that's, that's okay too. It's just noticing that that's where that position is. And then the next thing 
that's really important is to ask yourself, what are, what are concrete steps that I could take to get to that space? And most of the time it will come from really, it's like, it's like putting the right coordinates into the GPS. I, I, I watched this really great Ted talk, um, the other day and there was this guy that he jumps out of a plane um, without a parachute and it's a two and a half minute jump and he lands in a net and it takes him two and a half years to prepare to do that kind of thing and so they were talking about like you know somebody that just jumps with a parachute or this kind of this thing that sounds crazy um, and he was saying, what's the difference? And it's about accuracy and precision. It's not, when you think about the jump in itself, it sounds like the most insane thing. But as soon as he knows, he knows what he's going to do to get there, it makes it a lot easier. Or it's almost foolproof. So it's always, always recognizing that we always have to ask Hashem for siyata Deshmaya in the sense that we need the divine intervention in everything we do. And some things are meant for us and some things are not. The other thing is that some things, especially when, as women, if we're running households, there's this dynamic of having a lot of responsibility. But then sometimes there's the illusion of the chaos and then sometimes there's there's really, you're just, your plate is full. So it's just noticing, just tapping into what the reality is really is. Um, and if, and if, and where you can schedule, um, putting in some of that space for the dream. And then lastly, it's important to ask yourself when you're visually in that space, are you in a place where you can really accept it? Because there's the, there's the quote of like, be careful what you wish for. Because sometimes the idea of something is one thing. And for a lot of us, we'll get infatuated with an idea rather than the real thing. So just noticing if that desire or goal is authentic or it's a distraction from your real thing, the real things that are important to you. And this stuff is good to inquire, again, through taking that time to meditate, to write down your goals, to try to flush them out. And one thing that's really important to notice is that when you're in your truth, which is you're sitting in your space where you feel completely aligned is that when you're when you're doing what you're meant to be doing things usually flow there's a sense of flow that occurs there's kind of this ease and from within it feels simple so not saying that it's it, there aren't challenges that come along the way. 
but there is kind of a simplicity that is connected to it and for a lot of us we assume when we're experiencing like we we have a dream or a goal we're alluding to it being complicated just like the assumption that relationships should be complicated when relationship relationships and quality relationships should be simplified so with our dreams and our goals they don't have to be big and complicated they're usually so simple and they're e they're as easy as taking a breath as taking a, a, a cycle of breath so just noticing you know we all have different patterns and different um you know different things that we relate to or the way we relate to them so just challenging your belief systems and noticing how it feels like to be sitting completely in that dream so if i said to you today that that dream was was available to you and i opened that door would you walk through it and then if the answer is yes and I ask you, okay, how would your life change now? The answer is for you to answer and then just notice how that shifts. What are the things that you'd have to give up? What are the things that you'd have to, what are the things that you have to receive, right? And more often than not, we're, st we're struggling with being in that space to receive. So as you move into your day today and into your week, notice, you can ask yourself some of these questions and notice if you walk through that door now, what would happen, right? If I can love that person, if I can be in that body, if I can have that night rest, <laughs> If I can have that clean house, whatever, whatever it is that you feel or that peace of mind, what comes next? So thank you so much for joining me today. Um, again, I'll, I'll talk about the phone line for a minute. Um, we're still fundraising for the phone line for me to be able to have it up and running for another year. So we still need a little bit of cash. So if anyone is available to, um, to donate, I'd greatly appreciate it. Or if you know anybody else that this might inspire to donate, feel free to um, reach out. Um, yeah, because we give this work for free. This is a free offering powered by Ujai, which is my skincare company. So I own a skincare company natural products um you can check us out online at ujaiinc.com and um and support us there but thank you so much for being part of this community and showing up for yourselves and your work have a beautiful beautiful day